the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Take the money and run. That's what Bernie Sanders and just about everybody else wants uh, all the college kiddies to do. All, everybody else in the Democratic Party, anyway. Uh, you know, blow off those college loans. Those mean old banks have enough money and the kids need that money to buy stuff. They should have listened to the smartest man in America, Thomas Sowell. He wrote about it way back in 2008. He wrote... In any kind of economic transaction, it seldom makes sense to charge prices so high that very few people can afford to pay them. But with government ready to step in and help whenever tuition is unaffordable, why not charge more than the traffic will bear and bring in Uncle Sam to make up the difference? Sound familiar? That, of course, is exactly what happened. Federal government got into the college loan business charged a good rate and made huge amounts of money available to the kiddies. And the kiddies and the parents jumped at it. And now that they have the education, they don't want to pay the bill. And the Democrats, well, they, they know a good opportunity to pander when they see one. And Bernie Sanders is out there two days before the debates. It was yesterday, I think he said it. Uh, and two days before he's going to go up there on stage and say this, he, uh, he has a plan to wipe the slate clean on all the college loans and let everybody else go to college for free. What a deal. Now, the only problem with that, I, I don't know about you, but I am going to be looking for reparations. I paid off a college loan a long, long time ago. Why did I have to pay off my college loan? I don't know. I don't even remember how much it was. But, you know, if you figure in inflation and uh, what I paid, I, I could be in for a nice check. And my parents, they had to pay for me and my brothers to go to college. It was no free college. We had to, you know, actually, they had to actually pay money, which probably had some effect on what they were able to leave us when they died. So, you know, I send me a check. Now, I, I, I did, my kids don't have college loans, didn't have them, because I paid for them to go to college. I'd like to get some of that money back if college becomes free. Um, not to mention the fact that I should get some money back. I should have all those, whatever I paid in interest on those loans. Come on, I should get all of it back, shouldn't I? Um, and I'm, I'm just, just send me a check for a hundred grand. We'll call it even. Bernie might get my vote if you promise that. I'm waiting for someone in the media to do a major investigation into the cost of college. I don't remember seeing too many college uh, presidents on primetime cable TV being asked to justify those costs. That would make for a nice segment. Uh, It doesn't seem like it would be that tough to do. And there's so much focus on the loans and how much these kids have to pay back. And I see little or nothing about the cost of the college in the first place. I'm waiting for someone in the media to do a major investigation into the cost of college. Uh, And could, could we see that? I saw a kid from George Washington University on Twitter today. I forget what it was about. She was it was some kind of a demonstration, and she was screaming at a, a kid who was who was there who had the uh, da- it was something about gender. And this kid, uh, college kid, had the nerve to suggest that there were only two genders, and she was screaming at him, telling him that he was insane, that he was a bigot, the homophobe, a transphobe, a everything phobe, because uh, he, he said there were only two. To uh, gender, so I looked up the, the cost to go to GW George Washington, sixty nine thousand nine hundred and something, seventy thousand dollars a year. We'll call it. Yeah, I'd be happy to pay off the loan that produced that kind of stupidity. Yeah, how much? Do you, where do I send the check? We'll talk about this insanity with David Harsani of the Federalist when we come back. Stick around.
recent storms have done a number on Pittsburgh homes and businesses. This is John Steigerwald. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. All you have to do is visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. Why pay twice as much with other companies? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company at windowsrspittsburgh.com. Mention STAG for an additional 10% off at windowsrspittsburgh.com. That's windowsrspittsburgh.com. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday right here on the John Steigerwald Show. windowsrspittsburgh.com. We've been telling you about something called Miracles and Moon for a few weeks here, and uh, the president and CEO, Mike Magolik, joins us. Thanks for having us, John. We appreciate all the support. Mike, your son has a genetic disorder that makes him someone who will appreciate this field, right? Yeah, that's correct. Our youngest son, Luke, has a rare genetic disease called 5P-, about 30 to 35 kids a year in the U.S. are born with it. Wow, that's all. Um, Yeah, so the main reason that we're building this field with the help of the community is that we want everyone to have a team, everyone to use a restroom with the dignity that they deserve, mm-hmm. and have families to have a safe place to play. You're not getting any federal taxpayer money here, right? So this is all donations that's going to get this thing done? Yeah, that's correct. Everyone talks about how great Pittsburgh is, and our board can definitely feel that because the money that we've raised, close to $2 million, has been from individuals, companies, and foundations. And if you'd like to see how you can help, please go to the website. Check it out at miraclesinmoon.org. Miraclesinmoon.org. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Christian Faith Publishing helps thousands of authors just like you publish their books with a company dedicated to strong Christian values. To help you get started, we want to send you our free author submission kit. Christian Faith Publishing reviews every book submitted to us, and if your book is approved, we'll edit, design, print, and distribute your book online and in bookstores everywhere. Imagine seeing your book in specialty Christian bookstores, Amazon, iTunes, Barnes & Noble, and many others. It could happen, and it all starts with one call to Christian Faith Publishing at 800-566-1012 for your free author submission kit. If you have a novel, children's book, poetry, biography, or any inspirational work you've written, we can help you get it published today. Shouldn't you work with a publisher who shares your Christian values of integrity and honesty? You can get your book published. So call for your free author submission kit right now. Call 800-566-1012. That's 800-566-1012. 800-566-1012. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, a warrior is more than a team name. Here, at their fully accredited K-12 grade Christian school, just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, a warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. A warrior is challenged to learn as they develop a strong work ethic, achieve academic excellence, and cultivate a lifelong love of learning. And a warrior is trained to lead through Christian character and integrity so they can impact the world for Christ by their example wherever God calls them. So, are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School, a fully accredited K-12 grade Christian school just 15 minutes north of Cranberry where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. That's O-U-R-P-C-S.org. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. So the Democrats start debating tomorrow night. It'll be fun to see who gets the chance in their allotted time to offer the most free stuff. And by the time we get to November 2020, nobody will have to pay for anything if we elect a Democrat. It's insanity, of course, but not surprising. David Harsani is a senior editor at The Federalist. He's always good to talk to about government insanity. He joins us now. David, uh, thanks for being here again. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. So what's wrong with Bernie Sanders offering to pay off everybody's college loan and send everybody else to college for free? Who would be against that? (laughs) That's a big question. I guess everyone should be against it, uh, you know, especially people who have already paid off loans and are maybe paying off the loans of their kids right now or have been, um, because it's unfair to them to both pay for their own college and then subsidize someone else's college. But uh, what people, I think, don't realize is that the people who are most often subsidized or in largest numbers 
are already people who are going to be better off anyway. You're not really helping poor people. They get to go to colleges for relatively, you know, low prices usually if they want. Um, It's people who are going to make a lot more money because they've gone to college. So it seems unfair in many ways. Also to people who don't want to go to college, there are, I think, I forgot what the exact number is, but 40% I think of young people don't even go to college. So all these people lose out. Well, I said also, the, co- the cost of it's going to be huge, and everyone has to pay that as well. Right. I said when I opened the show that um, I might vote for Bernie if he offers to send me a check for about a hundred thousand for reparations for the college loan that I paid back, uh, the college that I paid for for my kids, and the the college that I paid for myself. Um, I think the least they could do is send me. So, I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna have reparations and we're gonna make everybody whole. Shouldn't I be getting something from the government? I guess that's where we're headed. I mean, if someone needs your vote, this is a never-ending... You know, you could continue to promise free things to people forever. And, uh, you know, that's what they're doing. Basically, they want to socialize higher education, which is a terrible idea for a number of reasons, because uh, you're going to have now people, kids who have no risk... Or, or kids and parents have, who have no risk attached to where they go to school or what majors they take because the government guarantees it for free. And you have colleges that don't have to worry about whether people are going to pay because the government guarantees it. So basically you have two, two sides of a coin or two sides of an interaction where no one has to worry about who's paying for it. So, you know, that usually leads to pretty bad decisions. Yeah, and Bernie uh, Sanders and his, and not that I shouldn't pick on Bernie because they're all offering, uh, will, if they're not offering it now, they will be soon, uh, some form of free education and uh, the end of college debt. But uh, Bernie and his new buddy, Alexandria Overrated uh, Cortez, are selling college now as a fundamental right. Now, when they pull the uh, fundamental right card out, you, you know they're serious, don't you? <laughs> We're going to have a lot of fundamental rights. You don't have a fundamental right to someone else's labor or someone else's property. Nowhere in the Constitution is there anything like that. Uh, they can repeat it forever, but it's just not a fact. Um, if, if a professor wants to teach you for free, then let them do it. If a college wants to take, take their huge endowment and let people go there for free, that's up to them. But if we start giving out fundamental rights to other people's labor, that heads into a very bad direction. You know, it's just a socialist direction, and it, it has never really worked. And it's not going to work here, and it's not going to work with the college system. Um, uh, can you explain endowments to me? I mean, I saw that, uh, you know, the, the, the Oberlin College story, and they had to pay, they were, they lost the lawsuit, and they were going to, uh, they, they got hit with a $44 million uh, lawsuit that they lost. And um, I thought, well, boy, maybe that'll put them out of business. Let's uh, just show <laughs> how dumb I was. They have like an $880 million endowment. Where is that money? Is it is it in a in a safety deposit box somewhere in Oberlin, Ohio? Is it in investments? Where is it? Well, I, I think every college is, is different, but I, I, I believe they're all you know in, in investments and things of that nature. Like some of the Ivy League schools, like Harvard, I think has a, just a massive massive uh, endowment, you know, in the billions. So they will they can i read somewhere that they may start offering college for free for most of their students in the future they have that much money yeah, are you serious about that i i I'm, I'm, i think i remember reading that yeah i'm not sure i'm i'm, I'm serious when i say it but I, yeah. I i'm pretty sure i'm right yeah well what could go wrong i mean there, <laughs> there, if you're getting it for free uh, uh I mean, I felt I can. I, I went to college a million years ago, but I, I can remember feeling a little bit of pressure to, you know, do what I'm supposed to do while I was there, because I was paying for part of it with the loans I took out, and I knew my parents were paying for it. Of course, that's you know, you create moral hazard. It's like if I get to go to school and I don't have to worry about paying it back, I might just go get a journalism degree or something stupid like that, right? <laughs> and if if I if I know that uh, I have to make back that money and pay a bank back then I maybe get an engineering degree or mathematics degree if I could. I'm not smart enough, but if I could. So, you know, that's what happened with banks and government um, guaranteeing of loans to begin with. People knew that they, you know, that it was guaranteed and they might not, you know, even if they didn't pay it back, they'd be fine. Uh, So they started taking measures that, you know, just to go to school and and they never have, the bank would lend you money. If the bank thought you were wasting your time, it would never lend you money. It wouldn't lend you money for other things that, you know, they knew you would waste. But government backs it, they'll do it. That's what happened with mortgages as well. That's why that that was the cause of the the big crash. 
Right. Uh, was was uh, banks handing out loans to people they knew couldn't be paid back? You're going to bail them out, just like you're going to bail out yeah. student loans and bail out every you know everyone else. I mean, the thing, the, 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 there's another thing. You've made a commitment to someone. Nothing is free, so someone has to pay this back. And obviously, they're going to tax the rich or Wall Street or whatever. But in the end, consumers pay for that as well. So you know, nothing's for free. Yeah. So what happens? I mean, that, that Bernie. I think what Bernie says. Uh, is that uh, we bailed out Wall Street so ba- uh, Wall Street can bail out the kitties. That, 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 that seems like a pretty simple deal for everybody. Well, first, first of all, just because we made a mistake one time with something doesn't mean we have to do it again in, right. in another industry. But secondly, it's just not how it really works because, you know, uh, trust me, the CEO is still going to send his kid to Harvard. You're, you know, he's not, he's not going to take on the, the, the money. He's not going to pay the tax. He's going to pass it on to consumers. About 50% of Americans are involved in the market, probably many more through pensions and, and endowments and, you know, their job, because, you know, we, we, this is how businesses grow as well. And if you want to tax there, it's just going to be passed through to the consumers. And the, the, the thing is, the tax is going to be much more than his estimated $1.5 trillion or whatever it is, because there's never been an entitlement program that didn't, you know, cost a ton more than initially estimated. We're talking to David Harsani. He's a senior editor at The Federalist. We've had him here a couple of times before, including to talk about his book, uh, which is out now, First Freedom, A Ride Through America's Enduring History with the Gun from the Revolution to Today. Um, so uh, lots of people have taken to Twitter to whine about this now. Uh, now that it's out there that Bernie's promising it and all the Democrats are going to be promising it, we're, we're seeing uh, people... Uh, whining about how buried they are by their college loan and saying, you know, I, I, what, there's one woman you referred to in your piece. She's a professor somewhere, and she's, she's buried by her loan, and she only makes X amount of money uh, a year, and that's supposed to be my problem, I guess. <laughs> well, listen, uh, I'm looking at colleges for my kids now. It's super expensive. Um, don't get me wrong. I mean, there has to be some way, I think, that we can create a more competitive environment so that people, you know, don't have to go, yeah. you know, pay so many much in loans. But the, the, the person you mentioned who tweeted, for instance, was that's a um, Bernie Sanders advisor who's a tenured professor in sociology in New York City. Well, you know what? I don't really want to pay for her to go to college to be a sociologist in New York City. New York City is expensive, and sociology is useless. So <laughs> I, I don't think that others should have to pay for your choices. Most of what we're talking about here are people who made bad choices. There are plenty of young people who think about the economic trade-offs, right, of college, and they go to a college that costs less money, or, or you know, they delay going to college, or they go part-time, they do all kinds of things that are responsible. So now, because many people have not been as responsible, we all have to pay off their loans. It just doesn't, it, there's a fundamental unfairness to it, but, but more than that, it's just bad policy. And I wonder how many of these kids who are buried right now uh, with, with debt, how many of them, uh, chose to either go to a private school instead of a state school or uh, went to a state school that was out of state for them so that they paid, you know, maybe 30 or 40 percent more by, uh, because of their choice to, you know, if they lived in Pennsylvania to go to Ohio State instead of Penn State. Right. It's like uh, Ocasio-Cortez said, you know, about this she was mentoring some young woman who couldn't go to college because she couldn't go to her dream college. Well, you know what? A lot of it's. I have a dream house. I want. I want. I can't have that dream house just because I want it. It does not how the world works. The world owes you nothing, and uh, I think these people forget it. It's sort of childish and the way and very immature and dangerous to, to make policy around the wants of of people. You know, to go to dream colleges or dream houses. It's not how it works. You have to earn it. I said at the opening of the show that I'd like to see some uh, major media investigations on the cost of college. Uh, people talk about the cost of college plenty. And, you know, in discussions about these loans, but I, I can't remember the last time I saw a college president uh, grilled on primetime cable TV about and, and, you know, asked to justify the costs. I don't, I don't think it ever happens. I never see it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm no expert, but I think you see I've seen some studies that show, you know, studies, I guess, that show, you know, huge uh, you know, a lot more administrators and things like that, and, and not enough professors, or a lot of professors who don't really teach as much as they should, and things like that. But you know, I mean, there are a lot of options for people that aren't as expensive, and um, 
you know, like you said, state schools. I know in the in the South they have a conglomerate where you can have in-state tuition in a number of states. Um, and there are other schools, you know, and there are a lot of scholarships out there. And listen, I'm not saying it's not expensive. It is. Um, but you have to weigh those things and see if it's worth it for you. But, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know why it should be that expensive. I mean, these colleges sometimes are 100 k a year. That's just crazy. Well, and here's, here's the thing, David, um, that somebody was just saying to me the other day that, you know, like I, I saw today, I saw a, a woman on a college uh, kid, woman, female, student, it was something on Twitter, and she was in a uh, a beef with uh, at a demonstration, and she was yelling at a kid who had the nerve to tell her that there were only two genders, and she was screaming and yelling about how, what an idiot he was and everything. And I and I so I it was George Washington University, so I I, I looked up the cost to go to George Washington University, and it's sixty nine thousand nine hundred dollars a year. Somebody is well, probably nobody actually pays that, but that's that's the cost. Uh, on paper for for someone to go there and i thought yeah let me invest in the let me be forced to pay back the loan that produced this genius i know you know twitter has been revealing to me and that there are so many professors on there and i see what they're saying and i say to myself i can't send my kid to that school where this person teaches this person's an idiot and um they're going to teach my kids all kinds of ridiculous ideas but you know, so you wonder if it's worth it. And, you know, at some point, people are going to say, no, it's not worth it. And, uh, and George, you know, George Washington or schools in Washington, D.C. are super expensive, like you say. So, uh, and, you know, and some of them are good and some of them aren't that good. But, you know, that's something parents just have to make the right choices and kids have to make the right choices. And, you know, the other thing about it is, you know, I give you that number and that's the, that's the number you'll get if you look up the cost. But you'll have somebody say, oh, nobody pays that and by the time that you get aid and they, they'll work with you on that. So it tells me that they're, they're, it's, it's, like, uh, it's like buying a car and you go in and, and uh, get your best deal. They're going to the, start with a price that's really high and then make you think you got a deal because you're only paying 59 instead of 69 And, and, and as that, tells you, that tells me that they're overcharging people right there. And it should also be noted, and I'm not against this or anything, I'm just, it should be noted that, you know, a lot of people talk about this idea as if it helps the poor. Well, poor kids, if you go to these sites to look at how much college costs, often get a very big break right off the bat, you know, and, um, and they also can get many scholarships, so it's, it's not as expensive for poor kids, but even poor kids, if they go to school, which will allow them to have better careers and bigger salaries, should, should have to invest in their own future, just like anyone else. These, these are loans, you pay them back later. And uh, it's, it's not really the poor kids who will be, bailing, be bailed out. It's, a, it's the person who pays 69000 or 100000 with books and, and other you know, things you have to pay. Um, those are the people you're bailing out for the most part, and they're not going to be poor people. I read an excellent piece, and I'm, I'm up against a hard break. Got about a minute and a half. Thomas Sowell wrote 2008 about the costs of college, and he talked about how teachers used to teach 15 hours a week uh, of classes, and now it's down to nine. That was back in 2008. And what was um, – uh, I, I saw the number for uh, uh, Professor Warren. She was making mm-hmm. like $389,000 a year. I think she was teaching one class. Yeah, exactly right. She was. That's what I read as well. And that's and, disgraceful. And uh, have you noticed any of them, David, t- offering to take a pay cut? <laughs> Not yet, no. No. So <laughs> if you were going to send you, – you have college-age kids. I've got a minute left here. If you had college-age kids, where would you, where, would you, where would you send them? I do. I'm looking right now, and it's a difficult decision, and I don't want to send them to many of the better schools because I feel like, you know, they're too expensive for what you get in the end. But in the end, you know – when you have kids, you sort of, you're, you know, especially girls, I guess, for me, yeah. <laughs> you do what you have to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you don't want to you don't want to spend any money that's going to uh, cause your kid to come out dumber. You know, that's not <laughs> well, that a, might be the case, though. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, thanks, David. Always appreciate you being on. Thank All right, you. Thank you. All right. And we'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. President Trump hopes Iran responds positively after he imposed new sanctions against the regime following the downing of a U.S. drone. When they're ready, they'll let us know. Very simple. 
Ready to negotiate, you mean? Ready to do whatever. Doesn't make any difference. Whatever they want to do, I'm ready. Speaking to reporters in the Oval Office, Mr. Trump says Iran still takes his threat seriously, even after he decided against approving strikes and retaliation for Tehran's downing of the American surveillance drone over the Strait of Hormuz. Meanwhile, the discovery of dozens of children in filthy conditions at one of its stations in Texas, apparently the final straw for the head of Customs and Border Protection. John Sanders announced he is stepping down from his post. The effective date is July the 5th. And Mike Pompeo in Kabul meeting with Afghanistan officials today. This is SRN News. When it comes to your pain, many of you might be skeptical, like I was, about ordering Relief Factor. Pat Boone again for this wonderful 100% drug-free supplement designed to help your own body lower or eliminate occasional aches and pains due to aging, exercise, everyday living. I'm not skeptical any longer. The three-week quick start is now discounted to only $19.95. Why don't you let us see if we can get you out of pain, too, at relieffactor.com. The following is a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. It's probably been about 10 years ago. I had quite a few credit cards, and it was just getting to be too much, so I called Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. They met with me, and they were able to get all of my credit cards in one lower payment. Now we're doing a lot better. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. We love it, too, when she finds us. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the answer Pittsburgh skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the answer Pittsburgh. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. AM 1250, the answer. Right now, save $500 off a beautiful new Pella entry door. We have hundreds of entry door options to transform your home, create exceptional curb appeal, and add lasting value. An array of glass patterns, from traditional to contemporary, can give you just the right amount of light and privacy you need. And Pella's exclusive Advantage Plus system protects your investment from damaging weather. Get $500 off right now or 48 months no interest. Call 888-78-PELLA or PellaPittsburgh.com. This is Chris Abernethy of Abernethy and Hagerman. You don't want the government deciding what happens to your estate or how much they will take. At Abernethy and Hagerman, estate administration is the heart and soul of our practice. We have the experience to help not only plan, but administer your estate properly. To protect your assets, minimize taxes, and ensure that your inheritance gets to the ones you love. Decide for yourself. Abernethy and Hagerman. Legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. Are you worried that the next market downturn could rob you of your wealth and your security? Are you concerned that your lifetime may last longer than your life savings? You don't have to be. For over 30 years, Gary Hunt has advocated for strong retirement principles, helping families in Allegheny and Westmoreland generate more income while protecting their retirement funds. And Gary now offers retirement-minded savers and investors a free book so you can better understand what it takes to structure a more stable, secure, and confident retirement. Call Gary Hunt and request your copy of Income Allocation. 844-366-HUNT. That's 844-366-4868. Do you or your business have financial problems? Are you overwhelmed with debt? Then call me, Attorney Dennis Spire at 412-471-7675. My legal practice concentrates on bankruptcy law, debtor rights, and tax matters. I have over 30 years' experience as a former United States Department of Justice bankruptcy attorney and lawyer in private practice. I have represented thousands of cases faced with financial problems and lawsuits. Reorganize and get a fresh start. Call 412-471-7675 or visit my website at DennisSpira.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Backup continues on southbound 79. You're jammed up Parkway West down to past 50. There's an accident in the left lane, so it's going to take a lot of extra time through there. Now, on the Parkway West, you're heavy inbound from Airport Expressway to 60 and also from Green Tree to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Outbound Parkway East stacks up Boulevard of the Allies to Edgewood Swissvale. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Mainly clear for tonight with the low 64. Then tomorrow you'll see sunshine mixed with clouds. It'll be a little more humid. Warm day with the high 85. And look out for a shower thunderstorm in the afternoon. 
Partly cloudy, warm, and humid tomorrow night with a low 66. Very warm and humid Thursday, partly sunny with a high of 87. Friday, still warm and humid, partly sunny with a straight afternoon thunderstorm. Friday's high will be 85. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm meteorologist Frank Streit. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, I'm a dog guy. I own two golden retrievers. Uh, actually, they own me. I, I think the golden retriever, by the way, is uh, God's most perfect creature. And I've done some dog training, so I'm always interested in good dog stories. And I think I found a really good one. And it could mean that dogs will be saving a lot of lives. Dr. Thomas Quinn is the lead author of a study that was done at Lake Erie College of Osteopathic Medicine. And he joins us now. Dr. Quinn, thanks for being here. Oh, I'm glad to be with you. So what's the, uh, what is the big news from the study? Uh, the big news is uh, that we're really able to prove that dogs do have the ability to uh, detect cancer. Uh, and usually uh, our early indications are that they're going to be able to detect cancer at a lot earlier stage than a lot of the current methods that are being used. And uh, this, the study that you did uh, the, 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 that caught my eye, the story that caught my eye specifically was uh, dealing with lung cancer and uh, their yes. ability to detect lung cancer early. How do they do that? Okay. In the study that uh, you read, uh, we used dogs to detect lung cancer uh, in blood serum where we got samples of the patient's blood and was able to detect that way. Uh, Actually, since we've done that study, we have actually moved on and we are studying the dog's ability to uh, detect cancer uh, by the patient's exhaled breath. Wow. So uh, this way we can just have send the patient a a simple uh, paper mask very similar to what you could buy in any drugstore. The patient puts on the mask, breathes into the mask just regularly for about three to five minutes, takes off the mask, puts it into a mailing envelope and mails it back to us. And you could be in another state and we will get the uh, mask back. We'll cut a little piece out of the center part of the mask and present it to the dogs and they'll be able to tell you whether that patient has cancer or not. That is amazing. Now, so that's what you would do with these dogs, uh, minus the dogs. Uh, absent the dogs, what would happen? How, how do you? What? What? In other words, what? What is that replacing that procedure? Okay, the most common uh, diagnosis for lung cancer is the chest X-ray, mm-hmm. and also more recent studies uh, show that uh, they've been using uh, uh, CT scans. Uh, what they call low-dose CT scans in order to uh, detect uh, uh, lung cancer. However, the chest X-ray has a lot of false negatives. In other words, they miss a lot of the cancers, and the uh, CT scans actually is too sensitive that uh, they have too many false positives where people th- where they think that people have cancer and it turns out not to be. Whereas the dogs are much more accurate than either the CT or the MR or the chest X-ray. That's amazing. Now, how how accurate are they? I mean, do you have a percentage. Uh, we're right around 97% accurate wow. study that we did. Uh, actually, since then, we have did, we're uh, actually just finishing up another study that hasn't been published yet where we're working on uh, breast cancer. And we have four dogs doing this, and two of the dogs were, 100, were 100% effective, and the other two dogs were about 98 to 99% effective. And what's the procedure with uh, breast cancer? Breast cancer, usually the person goes to have a mammography, and the CDC says the mammographies are about 87% effective. Mm-hmm. And, and how, does the so, dog, how does the dog detect it? Just by, by sniffing the area? Just by sniffing the uh, a piece a section from the mask, what we do is we have oh it's still done uh, with the breath even for breast oh, cancer. Yes. Breast cancer is done with the breast. Uh, we are getting ready to start working on colorectal cancer, and we're going to you also use breath for that. And that seems it's a much easier sample to get than somebody's blood. Mm-hmm. And it and our studies are showing that it's just as effective as doing the blood. 
We're talking to Dr. Thomas Quinn. He's the lead author of a study being done or has been done at the Lake Erie College of Osteopathic Medicine. Uh, this is amazing. How big of a deal is this? I mean, uh, this is, is this like uh, earth shattering? Uh, it has the potential to be earth shattering. Uh, we have to do larger studies. Uh, I mean, these are early studies and they involved, uh, you know, usually two. 100 samples, uh, which is enough to give you a pretty good idea, but we need to do studies with thousands of samples to be able to tell just how effective they are and whether other things interfere. Let's say we have somebody has lung cancer and they're undergoing chemotherapy. Now, is that chemotherapy agents going to interfere with the dog's ability to detect any recurrence of the cancer? Uh-huh. These are the type of these are type of things we still have to find out. Mm-hmm. We know they can detect the cancer, but we have to find out these other things: whether drugs will affect it, whether uh, if the patient has another condition, let's say they're a diabetic, mm-hmm. is that going to affect the dog's ability? So we still have a lot more studies to do before this becomes mainstream medicine. Well, you're a doctor who takes care of humans, but how impressed are you with these dogs and their noses? Wildly impressed. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, th- these dogs not only can they detect the scent, but they remember the scent. Mm-hmm. That was makes them so good. So uh, when they go back, they they remember exactly what they're smelling for. Yeah. And we have right now we're training dogs to actually be specialists. Like the dogs that uh, detect the lung cancer are different from the dogs that detect the breast cancer. And the we beagles. Are the, them, you're using beagles for all of these, or different. Uh, we're using beagles uh, for all of these. Um, we do have a couple of basset hounds that we that are just getting old enough that they're going to be entering the program, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of high hopes for them. Uh, we tried it on a, a bloodhound, which he was very, very good as far as detecting, but he just didn't have the temperament. Uh, to uh, do this on a regular basis, and we've tried some mixed breeds. So we're right now we're dealing primarily with basset with our beagles, but we are starting to experiment with other forms of dogs. I've done some training myself uh, uh, professionally, but very little. Um, but so I, and I I've taken a course in dog training, so I I know more than the average person does about training dogs. I, the idea that they could so I know what how how much patience you would have to have to get to the point where the dog would react the way he, he or she is supposed to react to this. I mean, I, I just, I remember I, I was uh, up at our uh, vacation home and I was throwing a tennis ball to my uh, golden retriever. I'd throw it down the stairs, he'd run down to the beach and he'd run back up and, and he wouldn't leave me alone. So I faked like I threw the ball down on the beach. I took the ball and I ran back behind me, and there was a coffee can that the little kids played with that that I had the plastic sealer cap. And I the dog was down on the beach. I put the ball in the the coffee can, put the sealer, you know, the the, the cap on top of the, the plastic thing on it. And he came up. He looked at me for like five seconds and walked right back to the thing and stood in front of it and said, "Hey, the tennis ball's in here." I mean, it's oh, it's, yes. it's amazing what they can do. Oh, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, we've already taken some of these samples and put them underwater, and the dogs were able to detect them underwater. We have, um, and they, they just take a second. They, you know, they, they don't have to sit there and sniff and, and wonder about right. it. They just take one or two little sniffs, and bam, they know if it is or is not. And their other, their other talent, from what I understand, is that they can separate smells out. If it, What I was told is if you and I were to smell food cooking in a kitchen, we would smell the combination of all the smells would make one smell. The dog s- smells all the different smells that make the one smell that we smell, if you understand oh, what I'm saying. Oh, absolutely. Uh, just like the beagles, for instance, have about 225 uh, million uh, sense sensors for detect uh, odor, mm-hmm. whereas the humans have about 5 million. Wow. So we, yeah. we're talking about 225 versus 5. Yeah, and I, give you a, 
It's unbelievable. And a guy told me that, because uh, I've asked, I'm a, kind of fascinated with dogs, a guy uh, who was involved in um, explosives and working at you know security told me that you could take a bullet, one bullet, put it in a coffee can full of coffee, and uh, the dog would be able to smell the gunpowder in the bullet inside the can of coffee and, and with, with no problem. Or you could take that bullet and put it in your largest suitcase, packed full of clothes, put one bullet in the middle of it. That dog, when he's, if you come past him at the airport, he'll sit and look at you. You got a, you got something in there, I see, or I smell. So they're, right. they're amazing. Um, and That's so, go ahead, I'm sorry. I was going to say, that's exactly the same way we teach them, uh, just like they with a drug interdiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dog is trained to sit when they detect right. the odor. Mm-hmm. And this is what we do. We put the we have little canisters with the uh, samples around the room, and then the dog goes from one canister to the next canister. And if there's nothing in it, no cancer, he just keeps on hitting and to the next one, but if the dog detects cancer, then they immediately sit in front of it. And and then what do you give them? A, uh, is it a food treat they give them? Yes, we usually give them a food treat. Now, are you- different ways. Some people treat uh, will uh, train them, but give them a toy or something. Right, right. Uh, we we have used the uh, the. Uh, dog treat as their reward yeah a lot of the explosive sniffing uh uh trainers use use like a tennis ball or some kind of a ball so right. are, mm-hmm. so you are a human doctor but are, are you how how much have you been able to observe the actual training of the dogs oh quite a bit I've, uh, i get up there whenever i have a chance now we work with a group called biosent dx and it's a dog training uh, and research facility. Uh, so they actually have the dogs, and they're just about 12 miles away from our college, the osteopathic college here in Bradenton, Florida. Um, now, um, what is it that the dog smells that, that alerts him that there's the scent that he gets rewarded for? Boy, I wish I knew that answer. <laughs> uh, that, that is the golden grail uh, that we are looking for uh, to try to identify what those uh, biomarkers are. Mm-hmm. And you can be assured we are looking for them, as I know other researchers in other facilities throughout the world are doing. So we're not the only ones uh, doing this, uh, but uh, I, I think hopefully we will be the ones that will find it. But the diff, the, the, is the scent, that, uh, and are you able to tell this, is the scent that the dog picks up for lung cancer different from what he would pick up for um, breast cancer. Yes, it is. So they can you, you so you could actually train a dog to just find breast cancer. And that's exactly what we're doing. We're training the dog to just find breast cancer or just find lung cancer or whatever cancer we're working on, uh, lung and breast. Now we have also trained some dogs to pick up the general cancer odor. Mm-hmm. But this is kind of scary because if somebody sends us a sample and we say, I, I hate to get a report, you have cancer, but we don't know where it is. Oh, boy. That'd be, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, our ultimate goal is as we're able to get uh, more and more dogs trained. And right now we have about 30 dogs that have been trained to detect cancer. We would bring the, get a sample in. We'd give it to the first dog who would... De- determine whether there is any cancer in there at all with a general cancer odor, and then present it to each of the specialty dogs. Send it, present it to the dogs that do the breast cancer, and, okay, no, the patient doesn't have breast cancer. Then send it to the dogs that detect lung cancer, and so on and so forth. And, but that's going to take a little while. We're not quite to the point where we can do that yet. Okay, so how, who discovered this? I mean, who, was it something that somebody stumbled upon, or who came up with the idea that maybe a dog would be able to detect things that are multi-million dollar research and, and all the stuff that we've put together can't do? Okay, the original idea was from a uh, woman by the name of Heather uh, Junkira. And she is the director of research at the Biosense. And she got the idea because she was a dog trainer and has been doing this uh, for many, many years. Uh, and she, her father died of lung cancer. Mm-hmm. And the, the primary problem was that his de- cancer was detected late. So then she knew the cap- 
capability of these dogs. So she started to work with this, and then she got other people interested, including the NECOM. Uh, so now we're working at this and are making a real research project out of it. I have a little less than a minute left, uh, Doctor, and I, I just what does this do now for the ability uh, to detect the cancers and then affect the treatment and stop the spread of the cancer. What, I mean, what, how does this make it better besides just not having to go through all the equipment and, and uh, testing just by being okay. able to do it with the dog? As with almost anything, early detection of cancer, uh, right now the state of medical science, we can cure most cancers if they're caught at an early enough stage. Mm-hmm. So the important thing is to catch the cancer early. And if we can catch that cancer early, then we can get the patient into treatment when their prognosis is much, much better and their chance of survival uh, is much greater. It's great work that you're doing. I really appreciate your, uh, you being here. And uh, please keep me posted on this. I love this stuff. If anything new comes up, send it to our producer, Aaron, and uh, we'll get you back on to talk about it. I love this. Okay, fine. I'll take you up on that. Thank you very much, Doctor, and uh, hope to have you on again. See you later. Okay, thank you. Right. Bye and, now. All right, and we'll be right back. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. the crack of the bat, the cheers of the crowd. Have you seen the smiles on the faces of the players as they take the field? I'm not talking about the Pirates. I'm talking about what's happening in Moon Township that can only be described as a miracle. This is John Stagerwald. With the help of Pirates Charities and people like yourself, the Miracle League of Moon Township has broken ground on a brand new ball field and adaptive playground where athletes with special needs can play regardless of their ability. At miraclesinmoon.org, you can see the stunning plans for the 9,500-square-foot playground and state-of-the-art ADA-compliant restroom facility with showers, wave technology, multi-level fountains and sinks, mechanical changing tables, and more. It's incredible. Our goal? To raise the remaining funds they need to bring it home by first pitch this September. Check it out at miraclesinmoon.org slash donate and make your tax-deductible gift today. That's miraclesinmoon.org slash donate. This message paid for by Robinson Town Center, a Zamias Properties entity. We're surrounded by noise, bombarded by information, messages struggling to get attention, so many choices and ways to reach customers. Your message needs to cut through and stand out. Today's technology can do that, but you need the resources and know-how to make it all work. You need Salem Surround. With all the digital marketing tools available and necessary to compete in today's business world, you need to know how to use all the options efficiently. Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. We know digital marketing and how to deliver customers so you can run your business. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. For no limitations on how and where you can reach customers, there's Salem Surround, total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Recent storms have done a number on Pittsburgh homes and businesses. This is John Steigerwald. If you've had damage to your roof, windows, siding, or gutters and downspouts, you may be eligible to get them replaced or repaired free of charge. All you have to do is visit windowsrspittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, doors, and of course windows. If damage isn't your issue and you just want something new, you'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. Why pay twice as much with other companies? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company at windowsrspittsburgh.com. Mention STAG for an additional 10% off at windowsrspittsburgh.com. That's windowsrspittsburgh.com. Windows R Us, proud sponsor of the Jerk of the Week, heard every Friday right here on the John Steigerwald Show. windowsrspittsburgh.com. Are you overwhelmed, unable to think clearly or sleep well at night? Are just trudging through each day, but not really enjoying your life. I'm a counselor with Faithful Counseling, and that feeling of distress can sometimes be because you're wrestling with a problem that seems too big or too impossible to overcome. 
Other times, people are consumed by a past hurt. I'm part of a network of Christian counselors, fellow believers, trusted therapists who share your faith. We want to give you a free week so you can try us out. You can begin a conversation with one of us by text or phone, even video conferencing today. Are you ready to shake this off and begin enjoying your life? If it's not for you, cancel during your first week and you'll not pay a dime. Go to TryFaithfulCounseling.com. It's time to talk to someone who can help. Go now to TryFaithfulCounseling.com. It's so easy to get started and your first week is free. Go now to TryFaithfulCounseling.com. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The Answer. Well, we talked about uh, college and the costs and uh, Bernie Sanders' plan to have everybody go for free and pay back everybody's uh, loan. And I mentioned George Washington University, uh, $53,435 a year for tuition, $13,000 room and board, thirteen twenty five dollars for books and supplies, and $83 uh, per year for other fees, $69,368. That's $277,472 to go to George Washington for four years. Now, if you come out and you're a brain surgeon... Okay, you got to pay interest on that too if you're borrowing all the money. So three hundred thousand dollars you got to pay back. But here's the best part: uh, there's a diversity module that advises students not to say lame or insane, and in, and it suggests that not being illegal is a privilege. It's the uh, it's it's a recommendation. The school makes these recommendations and more in an online diversity, equity, and inclusion training, a module to which Campus Reform, who uh, reports this, gained access. Uh, one prompt uh, labeled "Ally Power" describes a white man, Tanner, who is playing a salsa and uh, sombrero's birthday party for himself. When Luca hears about the party, they, not he or she, they get angry because they recognize the event as cultural appropriation that makes fun of their Mexican heritage. They tell Tanner he should change the theme because it's offensive. And Tanner says, I'm open to hearing why you find it insensitive, but you need to use a less angry tone if we're going to talk about it. They, not he or she, they, or $277,472 and you see your kid graduate, and you got stuck with that, and he had to put up with this for four years. And Bernie wants you to pay for it. Talk to you tomorrow. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.